Welcome to Don't Be Alarmed, We're Negroes, the podcast where we take a colorful look at life, diversity, and the game of golf from the other side of the green. Over the next hour and change, you will hear explicit golf barbershop talk penetrating your ear. Enjoy. Please note. This is a warning for explicit content. If you don't like what you hear, find another podcast, bitches. Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. This is El Negro. Breathe, Negroes. Yes, indeedy. We are back, and we're surprising you early because the season is over. But there are a few things that we had to get off our chest. Um, I'm Emich. You know what I'm saying, and and I know you miss me because your mama and your auntie miss me. You know what I'm saying, but uh, Emich has exactly what we're looking for. You goddamn right. Um. So we're going to give you an emergency pod. We're going to talk about some some good stuff. And we got a four-piece in the building uh, to to have a quick discussion and uh, kind of enjoy. And it's the holiday season. Um, so, you know, we're, while, we're, while I'm giving an introduction, I'm going to play a little music in the background, you know. So uh, in San Diego, uh, enjoying himself. And doing the things, uh, getting ready for the holidays. We got our cousin Chachi. Now you all know my cousin Chachi. What up, Chachi? Man, what up, y'all? I'm glad you're wearing that hat and you got that music going because that's about the only thing Christmassy out here. It's <laughs> 75 and sunny today. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, then we got our player partner, Mr. Daniel Son. Dan, the answer man in the building, just got back from vacation doing this thing. Uh, man, ghost golf in the building. What's happening, Daniel Son? Daniel Son. What's up, fellas? Good to be back. Been a little bit. I think last time I was on here, it was probably in the 90s. So it's been a little while. <laughs> and and the fellows on the Hard Knock Slice Tour, last time you saw me, I was zero stepping on the 18th green, if you don't remember. <laughs> me and me. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> um, and then finally, we got our player partner in the house, uh, the Bay's Santa Claus in the building. We got Sugar in the building. Keeping it light skin for all y'all. We back at you, man. Hope y'all enjoy it. And um, let's get to it, man. Yes, indeed. Kiss my ass, Sugar. Uh, That's what Russell Wilson probably says every time he hears our other pod. Uh, uh, guaranteed <laughs> guaranteed he's saying kiss my ass sugar yeah he's on you mm-hmm. uh sure give us a rundown of uh what we're gonna talk about is probably real quick but and then we'll get into it we're gonna bring you the golf news of the week get at you with what are we hating on which i know y'all love we love and we're gonna get right back at you with it um, there's probably a lot of hate on here and there's probably a lot of hate that we're missing from folks is not on here. So uh, <laughs> we'll get back to it uh, eventually. The 19th hole, we're going to talk about our favorite Christmas jams of this year or any year. 
I love so, it. So with that, man, get to that golf news, pimping. Welcome to the Negro Golf News. Um, so what do you guys think about uh John Rom taking the money and doing his thing? Cha-ching, you just said it, right? <laughs> Cha-ching. Everyone's got a price, man. I mean, I know he wants the the fame and the history of the PGA, but he can still, he's one major. This is the thing I think that separates a lot of cats. He's won majors, so he gets to play in majors. So he can still chase that, which is what, you know, all the pros care about. And he's getting 400 mil. I mean, mm. you set. You ain't never going to win that. You ain't never going to get that in endorsements. So go get your yep. bag. Generational wealth. Mm-hmm. You cannot pass it up. And I, there's a lot of people that I know that still are stuck on the, oh, well, it's dirty money. It's dirty. Well, it's not that dirty if they're going to be willing to participate in PIF, right? Can't right. be that dirty. That kind of yeah. argument went, went out the window. Yeah, go put it in the bank and take out some other money out the ATM. They ain't the same money anymore. I <laughs> ask anybody, if someone said, I'll pay you you know, 10 times what you were making before and you have to work less, would you not take that? I, you ain't got to win. Bingo. No. <laughs> Guaranteed <laughs> money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed. There was a Busta Rhyme song, man, where it was like, you know, there was like Robin Leach at the end of a, it was like a skit. And the dude was like, I just, I have a Hummer and I drive it to the end of my driveway just to get the mail. <laughs> like, that's what I always think. That's what I think about John Rahm now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just have this vehicle. I'm about to just go over here, go do this. Like that's that's kind of that is life changing money, man. What do For you real. what do you guys think about the narrative that was being painted? Like at first they were clowning him about wearing the jacket, how he made the announcement, taking the money, going back on his word, and all these things. Uh what say you about the PGA media? Because I've listened to all the radio and talking heads. And actually, if you listen now, they've changed their tune a little bit. I mean, they're biased, aren't they? True. They they have to represent an adversarial part. You know, somebody. You know, right now, live and them are not partners. Now, they might end up becoming partners, but as of right now, they're not. And so, when you take one of their best players off the PGA, of course, they got to act like, oh, he was a sleaze bag. He went back on his word. It's about the money. Yeah, they got to say every bad thing they possibly can. And then when they merge, you got to clean it all up. So that's going to be interesting too. I'd be like, I, yeah, it might be about the money, but I'd be at the bank. Be like, yeah, it sure is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he showed up with that letter jacket on, on uh, I think it was on Fox News, when he made the announcement. And I was like, this is a little much. But they the, t- coat was, the coat was little. Yeah, it was. And they tore his ass <laughs> up in that thing. Yeah, he needed a bigger coat for sure. Well, he got the money now. He he can buy as many of them as he wants to now. That's what I said. Someone couldn't get him just like the next size. He why are you wearing your little brother's coat up there? He's European, man. They they like the the like the baby gap fit sometimes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe wow. that was his jacket when he decided what college he was gonna play at. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it's after Thanksgiving. He was having a good Thursday. Oh, there you go. <laughs> hey, will he still be invited to the waste management? It's not a major. That's his hometown, his country. All right. That's crazy. Nope. But is that before any live event? Did he resign? I don't think he did. 
No, but they still probably won't let him play. They, he well, might be he might be a spectator. That's no, but hometown. I mean, if he hasn't given up his PGA status, he hasn't broken a rule yet because he wouldn't have played against a competing in a competing event. So in theory, he would be. Remember how DJ and all those guys and Kapka were all playing right before they left. True. I don't think that. I don't think that was. Dom, I gotta give credit. That was Dom's. That was Dom's commentary when we were talking about it the other day. So sure, I'm gonna give him credit but for it. But I mean, it sounds right. I may. I mean, I don't know. Can he? Can he play? If he hasn't, if he hasn't resigned, he's still a PJ member. I don't know. I don't know if they would allow. I'm just saying. I get I, what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I think he should be able to, but I don't know if they'd be like, "Nah, man, you can't." We close the door to you. Because I guess those other guys hadn't announced it yet. It was just known yeah. that they were look, thinking about it or whatever. So that's it. That's interesting, though, that you that that's brought up. Like that is a legitimate. Like we'll see what happens because that would be something that I think they would have to answer. You know what I mean? Because yeah, you'd be going against your own contract. Because right? if he hasn't yeah. resigned, he hasn't competed in another event, then you got to let him play. That's interesting to me. He's qualified mm-hmm. for it. For real. Interesting. Uh, so, showing up with the clubs, just be like, "Hey, I'm here to play. It's <laughs> my tea time. Yep, where am I at?" <laughs> but well, I think didn't he get an official suspension? I think he did get suspended. Draymond Green just a couple days ago. I think he did. Not for what? What would be the suspension? I, I'm not money. sure. Took the money. <laughs> <laughs> he took the money. You can't play with us anymore. No. I don't understand how that's going to go because I remember that original agreement that they signed in June under that framework, which is not a binding, but it says that when they merge that the, whoever their, you know, the chairman is of the PGA gets to decide what happens to the live. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how that's going to play out. Now, that's why I was like, yeah, Fina and those guys should get their loot now because if they merge, PGA could be like, yeah, we don't have a live anymore. At least you got your bag <laughs> before. I I actually honestly think it might it might be the other way though. When they merge, I think it's gonna be like, hey, we're gonna split how this works or whatever. Everyone's gonna be able to play in these these tournaments or I whatever. Think it might be what happens. Yeah, that's and said in that contract. Yeah, because uh, the way things are looking, which will I mean we can roll to it right now before we get to fee now. Uh, not taking it PGA SSG and the PIF right so the PGA is getting their backers because the PGA is running out of money right so you're getting desperate times even on the PGA radios they're saying hey we're running out of money we don't we don't have the money and everything like that so um, you know we'll see at the PGA events you say say that again <laughs> they can work concessions at the PGA events <laughs> So I thought you said it first, and I was like, uh. They can fund themselves, man, you know? Well, charity, well, I know. Starts, charity starts at home, bro. Congress started getting involved when they first heard the lib, you know, that the PIF was going to be there. So I think they're giving these other backers just to try to create some diversity so it's not just all Saudi money. Yeah. The Saudi's got enough. They don't need, they don't need SSG. <laughs> they yeah. got plenty of cash. They got plenty of cash up underneath that sand. But I mean, I, I mean, I get why they're trying to do it, but I feel like, I mean, we've talked about this over and over and over again. You know, the this this other league was created to try to expand the the, the game of golf and to open it up, open up opportunities for different folks, 
you know, in other countries to play the game. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that the PGA never tried to expand or anything like that, but what, they had a chance to do that and it didn't happen. Hold on. I got to push back on that one. You're telling me a league that only lets 48 people play guarantees them money is expanding the game to people that never got to play before. Oh. They're trying to do something different. Is they, have, well, they are trying to do the team thing, but the DP world tour has yeah. been around forever. Or, you know, they've been around giving people an opportunity. They got tours in Australia, tours all over the place. I get that. I get that. The PGA sponsors. So they're growing the game that way. Now, this is about maybe changing the game a little bit with the team golf, but it's about Saudi Arabia getting their foot into golf. But they okay, want, that, they want but to place bothers, the table. That bothers a lot of people. It does. Fuck them. I mean, <laughs> I don't, I mean have the Saudis done some dirty shit? Sure. Hey, but have I mean, we, has this country, business people has, do dirty shit. Already, that's what I'm saying. We've already gone down that road. We've yeah. Talked about yeah. I'm trying, what I'm trying to say is that you know, there's there's one side that keep that keeps pushing against, and then they had to go into a contract with them to even just, and we don't know what the contract's going to be. Right. We still don't know. This shit was signed. What is it? Almost going to be six months, seven months? June, June six or something like that. Yeah. There's a deadline though, right? Like it's got to be the end, of this, the end of this month. Yeah, yeah so. December thirty first. They have to make decisions, yeah. right? Yep. Right. Well, let me ask you this different question: Does the live need to become popular in the U.S.? No. To be overall successful. I don't think so. No. Because you, I mean, it would help. Like you, if you want to drum up and you want to be in a, the sport of, of golf or whatever, right? You want to hit all regions. You want to be global, right? Like all these companies that are out here now want to be global. So in order to do that, you have to be successful in a lot of places. And a big market like the U.S., especially like, golf and the pjs you, you gotta have some kind of presence there right That's now because everybody looks at the u.s right they're always the leader in terms of trends and so forth but from a pure number standpoint like how many people are in asia india etc right, yeah. right? i mean yeah but are those other tours successful over there the dp tour the dp world tour you know the i don't i think i don't know what the old asian tour used to be called but i don't yeah, i mean are those tours drumming up all this support and getting tv coverage and doing all those things that's what the lives going to try to do apparently right i feel like the lives just trying to be like f1 you know like that that style of presentation and mm. get that following and that party atmosphere because I, I like f1 it's fun it's, it's fun to watch and did you guys watch the the pga slash you know those tour players in vegas with the f1 driver did you watch any of that coverage oh, no, i didn't get to see that no I didn't care for it too much. No. Yeah, yeah. It was it was kind of weird format and whatever, but yeah. Well, uh, we'll see what happens on the 31st, but not everybody can be bought, right? Because uh, Fee now said, hey, I'm staying. If you guys are going to get this backing, you know, there was discussions and stuff like that. At first he said, I have no comment. I'm playing – we want to finish out. No comment. No comment. Which kind of puts yeah. you kind of on the fence. Like, hey, something's going on, and I'm sure there was negotiations. Someone had to come to the table, and we haven't seen it yet. What happened? But he said, "I'm staying." And uh, a lot of people are like, "Well, why? Like, what do you like? What would make you? If there was a deal on the table, what would have made you turn it down 
because you know it had to have been at least a a, a decent amount. They said it might I, not have been on Rom money, the, but the amount I saw was seventy five million dollars is what they were trying to offer him. But I don't know if that was true because there was like a hundred fucking rumors going on on the internet. So we don't know if that's the offer or not. No. I know you read about the stuff. E, did you read the article where they were talking about Patrick Cantley and I think it was Spieth and one other cat and how they're leading the discussions, the negotiations, and how they're trying to get make sure that the stars get they bag rather than everybody get they bag. Did you read that? Did you read that one? I did read that one. So how do you feel uh, about that? Hold on, before we get to that, uh oh. Yeah, we got five some. We got we got a five some. I know that ain't who I think it is. You motherfucking <laughs> right, man. We got somebody in the building. We got Marcus Darling in the building. He, he popped in. Marcus What's happening, Marcus? What's happening? I had to finish signing my agreement. They gave me three hundred million to join this podcast. <laughs> nice. I love it. <laughs> um. So back to that. I did hear, I was reading that, that all the top players in the PGA, especially Cantlay and those other guys, right, are like, hey, let's pay, pay all our stars uh, out of this or whatever, and then they get the money and then the rest of the folks. But then it's like, you're going to ask in the rest of everybody else. So now what? So is Finau one of those top stars? Is that a reason might, he might uh-huh. stay? That's a good question. Very good question. Especially if, well, this is the problem that I have, though. We haven't seen the figures out there yet from this SSG. Like, whatever this group is, like I heard, it was like Fenway and all these people trying to jump in and the amount of money they're trying to give. The Falcons owner. Yeah, the Falcons owner. All these people trying to get a piece of, of the PGA now. We don't know what the amount is. And furthermore, Will it matter if the PIF deal signs through? Like, I mean, that gives them just a little bit more seat at the table and get some of that PIF money if it all works out. But that whole group that you're talking about, they whole net worth ain't even what the PIF's given to the PGA. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> but this is the messed up part about all of it. So Jay Monahan. His compensation for this last past year was $18.6 million. The tour made $1.9 billion, and the expenses was $1.8 billion. So do the math there. They only made a little bit. They had $5 million in severance paids, uh, severance packages and stuff for people leaving, and then they had $20 million in legal fees which is the lawsuit from Liv. So if you do the math and you look at all that math and stuff like that, uh, PGA ain't got no money. I mean, some of that number crunching. Sure. PGA as it currently sits is a nonprofit. So it ain't supposed to be sitting with all this extra money anyway. That's true. So they probably moving numbers around a little here and there. They they got money and it's you're right it's moving. It's just interesting. 
uh, what did he swing a club at all? What like what does he do? It's just like the the commissioner of the NBA. Like when Goodell made all that cash, yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> it's so crazy. It's like, dude, you guys are not putting your lives out on these courts, these fields, on the courses, doing all this training and shit. But yet, you guys make the most money. Well, now wait. Now, if you're a player for the PGA, would you be happy with Jay Monahan to an extent? I know he lied to them and all. <laughs> but the purses that half these tournaments went up to like twenty million dollars and stuff like that, and it wasn't like that last year before. And it's fucked up. You know, you know the dude did you wrong already. You know what I mean? Like it'd be hard to trust somebody like that, man. I get you. Is he gets just a just the way of the world? All the all the people who manage shit make the most money. Yeah. And their view is from compensation is if you don't like it, you have the you can leave, right? <laughs> true. Go to live. <laughs> true. That's true. You're right, Dan. I feel, like, I feel like one thing to never do is just never tie yourself to one single leader, one single person. Like I feel like that's never a good thing to do for your own personal benefit. Like that's not gonna work. I got a question though. So what if the players form because I did read something about this, they're gonna form like some kind of players association. So kind of like the NBA has their you know, players association and, and all that stuff. Do you think it has any merit? Will they start making any more decisions or is it still like, Hey, whoever this person is at the top, they're going to control that. And you guys can kind of have some kind of voice, but overall we're going to make the decisions. I think it's too late. Why you say that? I just think if they wanted to do something like that, they would have had more power earlier than now. True. Does the PGA need the star power. Does golf need the current star power, or can they just create another one? Mm. Or they'll tell you. They'll tell you. They'll 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 sell you a story. Well, the reason I ask is because in the NFL, in the NBA, we start to follow these people when they're in college, even sometimes in high school for the NBA. And so that star power is hard to just create and, re, and you know to recreate. But golf. Scotty Scheffler, I mean, who was he two years ago? You know, I mean, he comes out of nowhere. You know, the the stars don't always win. Some of these other people come out of nowhere and win. And yeah. so can they, if if they tried to form a union, could they just be like, we'll push all you to the side and we'll just create new stars? It's possible. It's possible. Who, so who do you guys think is like, you, you know who went to live and what's happening there? Uh, who's the star power? Like you have Rory, and then who? In the PGA, PG, in the PGA, that's left. What is the star power like? If I'm looking, if kids are looking, if people, how we were inspired by Tiger and stuff, if we're looking at the PGA now, who's the star power that's sitting out there? And that's when you say star power, you don't mean people who are the best who are winning tournaments. It's like who's recognizable? Who are they talking about? Right? Yep. Popularity. Who's bringing people to the tournaments? Who's doing all that stuff? Ricky Fowler. <laughs> I mean, he might be bringing some of the the middle aged cats still to it, but and stuff though too, man. They like they like the they like the colors. They, I mean, for real, man. But how much is he even out there on like commercials and stuff these days? I don't. He, I'm sure he will be. He might. More he might come back. Like he might make a resurgence. But I'm just saying he wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Finau would be one that I would say maybe the kids like. I mean, Morikawa. Morikawa. Yeah, 
Um, but there's nobody like Ty. I mean, there's no Tiger. That's there. that's the problem. I think the margin between people at the like the second, third tier level is so small that it's hard for one to really rise above, in my opinion. Right? You can talk about ten people, but that's because we follow golf. But you ask the average person, like go to a high school, name ten golfers. Who would they name? You know, outside of the, maybe three or four, right? Sure. Tiger and maybe Dustin, or I mean, just people they that are a little bit more well known, but not current stars. Right. It's interesting. I just, you know, I, I they think, tried to make Jordan Spieth like the next one, right? When he was doing well when he was younger, and then it fell off, right? Then it's the next guy. Tried to have Rory. The next guy. Yeah. Brooks. I mean, you started naming them, right? Brooks. I mean, yeah. Well, and that that was those were the names, right? That were mentioned. Like they said, Rory, and we got Rory and Spieth and stuff. And I was like, okay, yeah. Rory, I see that he's won, but he hasn't really yeah. won in a while. We it's got, we, yeah, like Bryson, right? He had a little streak there and here and there, and he's popular. You know, he's but he's you see how much stuff he does on YouTube. He pushes his channel and other stuff, right? Yeah, he does. So he reaches people in different ways. That's not necessarily on TV. True. I don't know. We're going to see. Hey, there's one yeah. thing that affects all of us. Well, maybe some of us because I still got a, uh, a garage full of balls. But uh, <laughs> so the, I, the, my basement is loaded. <laughs> <laughs> the the ruling is, is there's some things that are going to happen to golf balls here soon and uh, things are rolling back. What does that mean for you? Uh, some of us. Uh, it shouldn't even make a difference, but they're saying like people that pay attention, like maybe five yards off your drive, whatever. Uh, what what were your thoughts when they were talking about the rollbacks and and everyone complaining? That means that means I'm gonna get out there with Reggie and Ali. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, on, man! <laughs> I mean, when I read it, it shouldn't even affect us that much. It was I'm talking about, about 125 mile an hour swing speeds. I'm about to be out there. I'm just gonna get Ali a bigger bucket. Yeah, I'm gonna get out there looking for balls with them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think it's. I think it. I think it sucks, man. That's like taking. So we're gonna go to wiffle ball bats for Major League Baseball because they're hitting the ball too far. Exactly. Well, we do. We actually. Well, we kind of do already. They have. They have specified wooden bats. That can't those be. Bats, those bats have been there. They can't be. You know, that rule. That rule's been there for decades. But I know. But if you play different, and, and if you go down to high school, they play with metal bats. Right. And, yeah. So there's different levels, and I mean, quite honestly, these the guys are getting to the point where they swing hard enough, and they're using technology that's so good, and such a trampoline effect off the off the face that the courses can't really contain them anymore. I mean, you're you're driving par fours on a regular, on, not on every course, of course not, but it's just happening more often. Roll the shit back, just roll it back for them, shit. Well, that's what they talked about doing, and then they were like, well, you want to use the same equipment, they don't want to do that. So what they're doing is, I read about the test, it's for 125 mile hour swing speed. Yeah, elite speeds. That fast. Elite yeah. speed. Yeah, they're losing like 20 yards. So that's t- way slower than that. It ain't going to affect us that much. Move yeah. the T-box back. They, they can't. They don't have any room. Well, that's some weird. of the arguments saying that courses are, are not now long yeah. enough, that there's not physically enough ground on the course right. to make it long enough, right? Well, I'm sorry, right. but golf takes a skill. Not all long hitters are winning all these tournaments, so it takes right. a lot of but skill they, and but stuff. But they win more often. If you look at the stats, it's true. they just crush it into the rough up there and then hit a wedge. Yeah. 
And they did this in tennis. They did the same thing in tennis. They argued about the wooden rackets that go to the graphite rackets. They tried to yeah. slow them down. So are they going to roll back the technology that's in these clubs? Because that has a well, lot to do with it, too. To that's big. That's big money, though. Correct. I think all of it's big money. They're going to make money on the ball. Yeah. A little bit. But them, them clubs <laughs> trying to push that technology is a bigger market. Right. <laughs> Hey, quick question about clubs before we get in, uh, roll into the 19th hole and our hands we can get out of here. Hey, Costco has been on a roll. So last week they rolled out their whole iron set and it, the irons look very familiar uh, <laughs> to another club maker. Um, and then just Wait, today. Which club, maker? which club maker are they look, does it look familiar like? It was uh, the TaylorMades, I believe, right? Are they Taylor Mates? Okay. Um, and they look pretty slick. But then today, was it today? They rolled out their new driver. And uh the club set I think was priced at what four ninety nine and then the driver is one ninety nine. So and yeah. they're supposed to be pretty fucking good clubs. A lot of people are running out and getting them. Uh, if you see them on the black market or like after aftermarket or whatever, people are selling them for, selling the clubs for like a G and all this stuff. It's it's crazy. It's Con- crazy. It's interesting you mentioned that, Eric, real quick because going back to the golf balls, when when Costco came out with that first Kirkland, yes, right, yep, they were selling like hotcakes. Like they couldn't stay on the shelves. The aftermarket, I went out and bought. I bought because I, I I think I ordered them and they didn't put limits at that time when I got on there. I have like probably 15 or 20 dozens boxes. These are doubles in my basement. Hey, you better hold on to them. Somebody might've heard that on this show. Hey, Danny, you Axel, come over, man. you know, where I live, lock <laughs> <up>. <laughs> go lock them up, go to, but yeah, to Dan's right. golf shop. You get robbed like them shoe heads be getting robbed. You better be careful. <laughs> well, I, I got rid of my collection. <laughs> um, years ago. It's interesting though. Like, yeah, they are. But it tells it. you how much they can mark up, right? How the big manufacturers are marking up oh, for yeah. essentially the same technology. Would you guys right. go try those clubs? I mean, I bought their putter a long time ago, and I liked it a lot. But then Mikey gave me another putter one time. He's like, "You want to try this one?" I was like, "Good." And I, I fell in love with that one, so <laughs> I still have it. But it, but it was a good putter. I mean, it felt good. I liked it. I hit the wedges. I hit the, the Costco the wedges. I wouldn't if 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 I saw those, I might buy them just for fun. And then because I know Wagers plays those, I think the P seven nineties, those Taylor Mades. Yeah, and I think Coleman does too now. Yep. But uh, or, it'd be interesting to see how similar they are. You know how they feel. But I don't know. I'm a Mizuno irons guy, so you know. I I'd be interested to see um, if I saw a set like maybe buying them, playing around with them, maybe yeah. just give them to Kaylin. Well, they out of stock right now, damn it. Yeah. Or maybe like to <laughs> say a year or two, you can see them on the use play somewhere or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, and just grab them. Yeah. I mean, Kirk, they're going to be good. They're going to be quality. Yeah. I mean, Kirkland, Kirkland don't put out crappy crappy stuff. Yeah. And you know it's I made by it. one of these big manufacturers. You already know that. <laughs> it just has a different stamp on it. That's all it is. It's a different stamp. That's all it is. Yeah. I have a neighbor who works for Costco, mm-hmm. so y'all better – Oh, actually, I know a couple of Costco. Never mind. I'm like, you might have to reach out. <laughs> I'd be interested just to buy a set if you guys can. I'm gonna look. Just I just I'm curious. Yeah. Um. With that being said, um, it's the holiday season, and um, I want to go ahead and jump into the 19th hole. Listen, I'm on the 19th hole, and I'm looking at a gimme. Um. 
it's the holiday season and we want to know uh just go around the room like what christmas song is your favorite or which one are you slapping currently for the holidays i have a few out there and actually a couple of albums uh that i'm quite enjoying for the holidays because this is my time of the year so uh chachi what you got I'm not a huge fan of Christmas music, but I will definitely throw in the old boys to man Christmas album. Some <laughs> Let it snow. Yes, indeed. Get in that one. That's probably that's probably you know the old Mariah Carey, of course. But you know, but no, that that boys to men album is probably the, my go to. Nice, uh, Marcus. Christmas time in Hollis. Yes, indeed. Can't beat yeah. that one. And then that song, "This Christmas," that's probably one of my favorite songs. Yeah, especially with uh, Donnie. Is it Donnie Hathaway that did the original? Yeah. That that everyone plays? Yeah, he sang the shit out of that song, for real. Uh, Dan, what you got? You know, I've never been too crazy about, like, the, I call it more, uh, the newer kind of stuff that, like, R&B guys sing or whatever. Just, I don't know. They're fine. They're just not my favorite, you know? Sure. But I still, I, I have, like, the old school ones, mainly because it's, like, tied to Christmas movies and stuff. So, like... From Christmas Vacation, you know, the Melikalakamaka, you know, that Hawaiian one that everybody knows. Classic. So that one goes a little bit. Baby, it's cold outside. But my favorite Christmas song, without a doubt, is the Drifters' White Christmas. You get those guys going, you know? Oh, you know shit. It. Hey. Okay, Dan. Hey. <laughs> then you think of Home Alone? Yeah. You singing in the mirror? Yes, sir. Yeah, that's Man. my favorite one. Uh, Shug, what you got? So I, I mean, that boy Man does not, you know, that never goes wrong. You can't never go wrong on that one. Um, but uh, if I'm feeling gangster, I'm gonna throw in that Santa Claus in the ghetto. Yeah, that shit goes. Dads, <laughs> like I just, man, you know that that always gets me. You know, I'll, I'll just be like, if I'll I'll play that a couple times if I hear it in a row. <laughs> well, the classic is always gonna be the Temptation Silent Night. You know, that comes on. I remember my mom then playing that. It come on. <laughs> and that dude would come on in my mind. And then just they'd be real smooth and shit. Merry Christmas. You know, getting it. I love that song. Oh. Um <laughs> and then you guys mentioned the Christmas interpretations. I know a lot of brothers got a lot of play off of that. Shout out C Pipes back in high school. Uh oh. Um and then uh Christmas and Hollis, but there's an album out today um, that came out this year by Adam Blackstone. He's an artist or whatever, musician or whatever, and it's called Legacy Christmas. And it's got jazz, it's got R&B, it's got traditional and stuff. It might be one of the better Christmas albums I've heard in many years. Um, so you guys might want to check that out. Um, and then Reggie's favorite artist, Brandy, put, Brandy put out a Christmas album. And uh, <laughs> she got a couple of slappers on there also. So uh, shout out to Brandy uh, for her new Christmas album. Red, Red you going to slap that up? Slap it? Uh, I will, I'm going to slap somebody for playing it. <laughs> I remember I remember. I went to, to a Brandy concert. is Brandy Boys to Men in, in McNichols Arena back in the day. Me and David Lynn. Oh, boy. That was wow. I thought I was gonna die on the ride up there and back because that dude broke up with or that girl didn't didn't like him in high school because he's supposed to take her. He zipped into my driveway and said, "Hey man, we're going to the concert." And I said, "Oh no, this dude is not in his right mind." 
Yeah. <laughs> so y'all drove all the way to Denver while he was angry. Was Cisco, Brandy, Boys to Men. Whoa. Yeah, just to take you back a little bit. Thong song, lonely hearted. Yes. Yeah. It was it was a love making thing. It's a roller mm. coaster. Yeah. Hey, uh, Andre three thousand is supposed to come out with the one this I was gonna say Christmas music on flute. Christmas music on the flute, so I I don't know. What? I was about to say, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that shit stuck oh, my man. ass. Oh, stop. You guys are tripping now. <laughs> Y'all are tripping, dog. <laughs> we got we got flute banging out here. <laughs> what flute you what flute set you from? Get that wind and this wind instrument gangsters. Wow. There you go. I'm done with y'all. Done. Oh, well, that wraps up our 19th hall. Hey, <laughs> enjoy the holidays and the music. But it is that time, and I don't know if anyone has any hate, but hey, it's the holidays, and you shouldn't be hating anybody. So let's go around the room. I'm sure you guys have a lot of hate because we haven't been on the airwaves or whatever, and you miss our beautiful faces and voices. But we'll be back soon anyway, and we dropped this this heater on you, so you can just enjoy uh, the voices you missed right now. So, anyone around the room got any hate? Dan, you got any hate? I try not to be hateful, you know that. But, I got back from a trip, an international trip, and all I have to say is, TSA, just be consistent. Every airport is different, man. It's like, do I have to take my shoes off? Do I not have to take my shoes off? I leave stuff in my bag, you know what I mean? And then they get mad because you don't know what their place wants. So, yeah, I'm just saying, just make it consistent so we all know. Yeah, get, all. get your Simple shit hate. together, TSA. Yes. Um, Marcus, you got any hate? No, not this time of year. Okay. They're going to build up on us. I'm, happy. I'm too happy to be home to be hating. That's true. <laughs> that is yeah. true. I hate bad referees. Whew. Oh, boy. Yeah, we've seen some. It it looked like it was getting real bad out there again. You sent me that picture, and the discrepancy was still five to one in the calls in the in the foul calls again. Yeah. So I don't know. It's a shame brothers to do that to their own people. Yeah, and just fuck the game up for the kids, and that's just wrong, man. Chachi, what you got? You got any hate? I do have some hate. Okay. So just a quick quick back. I, I coached football for a long time, and last year, I, or I guess two seasons ago now, I joined a, a squad, and I was with them for a year, and I resigned because I didn't like the way the head coach did their thing. So fast forward a year, they win the championship, and then a week later, the whole staff gets fired. And so <laughs> I'm everyone's looking at me like, oh, yeah, you were right to get out of there a year early, but now that head coach is going on the news and all over social media trying to throw the race card around. And I just can't stand. I, I hate when people throw the race card around when it don't belong, because then when it really does belong, it's, it's cheapened and people don't believe it. And, you know, in this case, he's cry wolf, about, right? Exactly. It's like, you know, he, black thing? he got booted for, you know, just not creating a good culture at the school. And now he's like, oh, it's because you don't like brown mm-hmm. kids or Polynesian kids or black kids or this. Or that. Yeah, there's not, nothing to do with that. He just he wasn't a good coach. Move on. Shit. Man. That sucks. I mean, shit happens. You're going to get fired no matter what, right? Like, 
if if you're not a good person, it's just gonna catch up with you. If you suck, you go. it's gonna catch up with you. So it, it is what it is. You won we your championship. Bring down the, the hard work of everybody else when something really goes down and they, you know, it's really discrimination or whatever. Now people don't believe it. So that's the problem. Fuck that. It come karma is though karma's a bitch. It come back to you. Oh, it hurts. It comes back to you. I've just I've seen a lot of karma come back to folks recently. So it it'll it it come, always comes back. Like Shit, I got some. I mean, I I won the hard knock slice, and then it's just been tough sledding <laughs> ever since. All that shit I was talking, I ain't even gonna lie. So, karma. You should have a karma. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it was. I I might be back again this year, so I'm just talking shit. A little handicap, a little handicap got you. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, Shug, what you got? You know, Dan, I, I'm in line with you. Um, I had to take a, a work trip recently, and I was stopped at customs, and um, I had to take work equipment with me because we were going to another country. So, I get through our customs fine. You know, get to get to my destination, Mexico City. They stop me, and I have to take everything out of a case that I have mm. and negotiate a price to be taxed on for all that equipment that I'm bringing. You can only have one laptop in the country for personal use, right? So I'm there for a conference. So we got a lot of. Um, we're going to run video to a bunch of different type of like, you know, just different screens. So I need multiple fucking computers for that. Traveling for work in company clothing, right? Can see everything is there. It's registered. Everything you can see is, is already paid for. I had to pay taxes on all this shit. And I was stuck in customs for two hours. Oh, shit. So, fuck custom. Yeah, fuck custom. And get these nuts. These nuts. Real man, because that was some bullshit. Like I wasted so much time, and then had to pay. And you know what's crazy? On the way back, didn't say shit. <laughs> to the U.S. homeboy was. I was. I even asked the dude. I was like, "Do I need to take this through a scanner or anything?" He's like, "Hell no, nah, man." He said, "Welcome back." <laughs> They taxed your ass, nigga. They, they, they made sure to get you. But they, they didn't tax me. They taxed the company. Oh, they taxed that corporate car. They ain't gonna tax me. Yeah, I feel fuck. you on that. Shit. But that that fuck fuck customs. That's all I gotta say. It's bullshit. Not right. not not worth it. Well, you know. I love the holidays, and so I don't really have any hate. Um, it's that time of the year. We have a couple of weeks till Christmas, and so. I'm just want to enjoy and play, let it snow and sit by the fire and enjoy, <laughs> you know? So you, you an eggnog type dude. Any eggnog? Oh, no, that just reminded me. That's a trigger word for me. Eggnog. I don't like eggnog. We were on the, on the plane flying out there. They're like, you want some snacks? And it was a red eye. So they had brought out like a basket, right? He wanted some stuff and I couldn't see. So I just grabbed a couple. My wife was over here. We looked at it. It was eggnog walnuts. That was one of them. The other one was some some green green olives and some (laughs) olive oil, some bullshit. Mm. I said, "What? Shit sounds (laughs) terrible." Yeah, man. So okay, yeah. 
Well, no eggnog for me. Every once in a while, if it's like real, real cold with some like really great whiskey in it, okay, I'll fuck with you. But that I can only have a glass or so. Zero. That stuff is. I'll regret it afterwards. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't mind it. I'll drink it with some. It has to have whiskey in it, though. Like I can't. Like I'm not gonna sit there and like, like chug. Like I had a cousin when I was. Man, Chugging eggnog. I used to just be like, gloop, 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 gloop. Oh. 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 His, his oh. stomach. Oh. I feel oh, like I'm going to throw up. He got a cast iron stomach, though. He could eat anything, dude. Marcus, but, are you yeah. drinking that? I don't like eggnog. <laughs> I got to have, it has to have whiskey. Terrible. You know, but whiskey with eggs and milk. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if someone like if some if if I was I'm just like yeah you got any whiskey if not I don't I'm I'm good. Well, <laughs> that's a good question. Well, enjoy your holiday cocktails and stuff out there. <laughs> I have about another week and some change before I can enjoy any cocktail in life. Um, and so uh, we're getting there. We're getting close to the finish line uh, with our our whole thirty, but feeling really good. So uh, I can pass on the eggnog. And whiskey this year. Uh, that wraps up our hate hate section of the week. Hey, thank you to everyone that's been going to golf gents and uh, buying the collection. New collection fashion capsules coming out. Golf or die, the Players Club and the Golf in the Hood. All of that's going to be expanded. Um, and just having some fun uh, with those designs and logos and stuff like that. And then I have something special for the Harrison Panthers. Uh, that I'll be releasing for for all the folks that went there, and uh, they'll they'll really enjoy that. So uh, we're at that time of the year, uh, or time of the year, and that time of the podcast. Excuse me uh, for the final shout outs. Um, so let's give our shout outs. Dan, you came from vacation. Let's let's hear your shout outs. Yeah. So speaking of vacation, shout out to the wife. She planned it all. She's always. I just show up and enjoy. So. Yeah, she's she she's the true planner. She makes it work. So um, shout out to you, fellas. Good to be back. Good to see everyone. Haven't seen guys in a while. Uh, I'm actually going to get out Sunday and play around with with uh, my brother-in-law. So it should be good. Where you are know? you playing it? Up in Longmont, man. The course is still open. Oh, man. No, there's not very many trees up there at U Creek. So, you know, okay. they don't have all the shadows and stuff. And we didn't get as much snow as down there. Yeah. So it's a, they're open. And then lastly... I just want to say shout out to smart people who get it. There's too many dumb people out there, man. And people who get it, and, <laughs> like get out of the way. So that's all. Nice. Uh, Chachi, shout outs. Uh, shout out to my family as always, my wife and kids. I couldn't do anything without those, without them. Shout out to all y'all for having me on, of course. And uh, you know, shout out to all you golfers out there. I know a lot of people around the country are, Either in their simulator or swinging swinging clubs in their in their living room, just working on their game, thinking about it. So uh, get, get your game tight and springs. Well, it's a little bit away, so watch that drywall. The drywall and windows. <laughs> uh, Marcus, shout outs. Shout out to wife and kids. Shout out to you fellas. Shout out to Dan for being able to play golf. I can't play any golf. It's all good. It's like I'm gonna be there longer than I wanted to be. Also, no, that, that's not good, but you know, make the best of it. But 
Yeah, shout out to Christmas. You know, Merry Christmas, everybody. Sugar. Shout out to you fellas, man. Hope y'all have a blessed holiday season. Um, goes for our listeners as well. We appreciate y'all for jumping on with us and then, you know, share that love by telling somebody else so they can join the podcast too. It's a revolution. We're talking about this DBA podcast, talking about golf in a different way and coming at you, man. So, you know, appreciate my family, love my wife, um, you know, getting ready to go see some family here real soon um, for a celebration. So looking forward to that. Um, and man, this is a good time of year. Do something cool for somebody um, who might need it. And that's what I'll tell you about that. I know we're gonna. Someone's gonna probably hate. Oh, you talking about customs and this and that? I know they do their job. You ain't got to do your job so good that you got to tax motherfuckers. <laughs> like but I'm there, chilling already. We put money into the country. We coming. We bringing money to the country. So, fuck all you haters in advance. But um, mm. still sending love to everybody else for the holidays. So on that note, over to you. Well, I want to shout out my fam, Bam, Mrs. Claus, Snappy Nappy Dugout. The holiday season. Hey, those hobosexuals out there getting on big backs for their survival because it's cuddling season right now. Uh, the game of golf. Hey, and I want to shout out the young athletes. Um, like Marcus has got a son, uh, nephew Jay, my son, all these young kids. They're out there getting it uh, and being student athletes, but really focusing on their crafts and doing their thing like that. And it it's awesome to see. Like I enjoy – going to watch these kids play sports and uh i just look forward to the next four years of that and then shout out to my daughter because she made her decision for college and she's going to the unc bears uh to uh, become a teacher so she windled it down and got her acceptance letter and she is super excited so shout out to her um and i think she's trying to become a sugar bear one of the dancers on the dance squad up there too so uh, right on to that too. So, uh, with that being said, hey man, cuddle up and and huddle up. You know what I'm saying? And uh, should wrap us up. Hey man, checking on your folks. This is that time of year, man, when people need to just be checked on more often than than not. So uh, make sure you do that, man. Um, enjoy your time. Make sure you take some time. Out there, you know, ain't gonna take no time for the holidays. It's just gonna work right through. And that's not a healthy thing to do. So even if you got to spend the day doing something that you like to do and not around anybody else, make sure you do that. It's time to unplug, recharge for 2024. Cause it's around the corner, man. So that's all we saying. We coming at you. We'll bring out some uh, pods every now and then leading up to, you know, the golf season, like we hit you with this one. So on that note, happy holidays um, and happy new year. And we out this bitch. We out. Okay, Z, on the beats, yeah. Z on the beats, yeah. Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. Please. This is El Negro.